gosh, I'm speaking too close to the microphone. Oh, your mic is so sensitive. I know it's annoying. Hi. Hi. I don't know why I'm wearing my headphones. I don't need to. You can hear me right here, baby. Because we're together. We're laying in bed. It's so right to do it. Many pods have been recorded laying in bed. Yes. The best ones. The best ones. Only the best ones. No pressure. No pressure. Month of July, 2023. I was going to say 2024. Ooh, That's no, not no. right. <laughs> We're not there yet. Thank God. Thank God. Um, this is the July 2023 episode, as you just said. And this is the podcast Spare Time, a podcast where my friend Elisa and I discuss spare time as a concept and also how we spend ours. A reality. Yeah, as a concept <laughs> and as a reality. So, (laughs) a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, We had a little technical snafu. Yeah, we've been recording for 25 seconds. And we had a hard time getting back into it. Yeah. Um, Anyways, we're here to talk. And we're here to listen. So true. Just like life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We just ate a lot of cheese. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if it's going to... Uh, affect this it seems that it already has <laughs> it's feeling like we've been poisoned which is another iconic episode that you can check out in the archives we've been poisoned is an absolute example of mania what happens when we record in a bed that's yeah. what happens and that's what we're doing here tonight anyways how did you spend your spare time this month by the way my voice is gone we haven't really yeah we haven't addressed it that. but i did instantly yeah. notice that what happened I've just been talk, talk, talking. My colleagues were in town and I do find that I have to speak more when that happens. She's been in conversation. I've been in conversation. Um, Also, anytime I go to a restaurant or a bar where I have to raise my voice even a little bit, this happens. Well, you have your like throat disease. I have an extremely fragile uh, voice. You know who you should speak to about this is Maddie Lawler. Do you know about how she loses her voice so much and she finally um, sought medical care for it? Oh. And she's having great success. What did they do? I don't remember. Okay, I'll speak to her. <laughs> Maddie, call me. Uh, what did you do in July, Marie? Oh, I was all over the place oh. in July. Um, I just feel like it was, we say this every single month, but mm-hmm. it was a really long month. We've lived a lot of lives. Um, <laughs> At the end of the year, we should do like a compilation like of a us super saying cut. the same thing over and over. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I'll get to work. Um, but I was in... New Mexico. I was in Miami. I was in Denver. I was in Pennsylvania. I was pretty much everywhere except here in the state oh. of, it's not a state, but Washington, D.C. Yeah. A district. A district of Columbia. So did you have spare time or were you just kind of on the go? Did I have spare time? I mean, honestly, no, mm. I don't feel like I had any spare time. I didn't really do any reading. I didn't really. I was looking at my um, every month. I make a playlist of the month for new songs that I discover that oh, month. And there's like nothing in it. You. There's like three songs. I wasn't really listening to music. I actually was listening to podcasts this month. Oh. I was being a pod girl. Any good pods? In fact, yes. Okay. I have some recommendations, but I'll I'll hold them until the recommendation portion of the of the evening here. Fantastic! I can't wait. Um, I also did not set foot into my home until uh, today, July 27th, this week. 
Perfect. Um, I was in the state of Massachusetts. I was on Cape Cod. I was in Boston, as you heard in the June episode, because I was already there, which is crazy. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Um, I had the best time. I spent... I basically was only spare timing, even though I was working. Hell yeah. When you're at the beach or a beach-like environment, even when you're working, it feels like you're not working in yes. my experience. Um, So I was on Cape Cod. I did a lot of reading. I actually did a lot of listening to music because nice. what's better than driving with the windows down, <sighs> blasting music nothing. near a body of water? Nothing. nothing. Simply nothing. So I leaned into that. I did a lot of hanging I did a lot of eating fried seafood and ice cream. I played a lot of games. Games? Um, I love that. Monopoly Deal. Ever played? No. That's a new one for me. Enjoying. Um, And just like floating in the pond. Like I, I was like truly relaxing. So nice. I guess I did do some relaxing. I forgot that I was also in Maine in oh July. Oh my God. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's also where I was when we did the podcast that's most recently. The top of the month. At the top of the month. And there were a lot of games there, too. It's fun to play cards. It's fun to play cards. It's fun to, like, throw away all of your devices and screens. Oh, it's so good. And simply play with pieces of paper. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best. Pieces of paper. (laughs) There have been some funny. That's what cards are, and I like that. (laughs) Oh, anyway. um, Other than cards being pieces of paper, what was the best thing that you experienced this month my best ever actually happened in cambridge massachusetts <gasps> which for those that like don't totally get it that's boston it's boston don't let people who went harvard? to harvard trick you yeah it's it's all basically the same it's a neighborhood it's a city neighborhood yeah city neighborhood city neighborhood yeah sure um sarma is the restaurant that i have said for about seven to eight, actually like 10 years is my favorite restaurant in Boston. And I hadn't dined there in about seven years. Whoa. And I'm here to tell you that it was my best of the month. Wow, I'm so happy for you. feels so good. Yeah. And really what it came down to was the food was incredible. And the experience that I had there was tops and I am the type of person because that is my career and something I care a lot about that is just like clocking experience left and right Mm -hmm. I just we sat at the bar and love the type of restaurant that Sarma is is it's like you you go in there and you know that you're gonna wait like at least one hour to get seated which is annoying and generally a bad experience overall they made it really great sitting at the bar was amazing I think the number one thing that our bartender Dougie um, did that really transformed the experience was that a, he knew my name from the first time that I said it to put my name on the list. Whoa. And he used it regularly, but not in a weird way. And he pronounced it correctly from the first time that he said it. That is care as a person with a name that gets mispronounced more than it gets correctly pronounced. Like I noticed and he really listened like when we were like, my friend who I was eating with is gluten free or like we were like, we like this. We don't like this. Like he really curated the experience to wow. us and it was phenomenal. It was so good. So what I'm hearing is other people, other wait staff should be saying, teach me how to Dougie. Absolutely. 
<laughs> she so had to sorry. do it. It couldn't pass me by. Absolutely. He had lime green hair. Oh my God. Dougie. He was perfect. I loved him. I love him too. Yeah. It was great. I love that place. Oh God. It's so good. And the best thing that I tasted, literally everything was great, but this snap pea salad, you know when a sugar snap pea is like fat. Yes. And juicy and mm, crunchy. Mm, mm. It was like a bunch of those with some sort of tahini. I think there was like a crunchy quinoa. Hell yeah. So, I don't know. It was so good. I loved it. Go that there. Bomb. Go there if you're in Boston. It's going to be a wait. Ask okay. for Dougie. Ask for, You can't miss him. Yeah. What about you? Um, My best of the month. I have two. Um, I went to a really good restaurant. I did something that you love to do. Oh my God. Which is to go to a great restaurant when you're traveling and love it so much that you go again. It's, um, I can't think of a better compliment. It's the best compliment there is. I'm looking Um, and it's just nice when you know, you know, so we're in Denver for the Taylor Swift concert visiting with my friend Nini who's one of my favorite people to eat with she has a lot of good recommendations she was makes a lot of good food this was yeah we went with her the first time okay that makes so much sense it makes a lot of sense so this place is called cart driver there are two locations in Denver we were in the rhino location um and it just is a perfect vibe of restaurant like I'm it's like just, aesthetically it's giving it's giving everything it's pizza and like the perfect apps and like fun cocktails and mm-hmm. it's just perfect so we ate oysters and they were really good oysters we had a summer salad which was great um we had the bread and butter which was absolutely fucking transcendent this foca- like it's perfect hot focaccia with black olive butter mm. oh my god black so olive butter so good so Alert. super good why have I never once I know. heard of that? I'll be making it. And then we ordered <gasps> something that's called a seafood conserva, which is a platter that has the black olive butter and some bread that's similar to the focaccia, but not. And then you got to select um, a kind of tinned fish. Mm-hmm. And I, as I like to do, oh, it also has like a sambal pepper sauce situation that you can have on it and lemon and relish. So there are lots of options for the tinned fish i selected uh at the recommendation of my new personal friend who works there um the danish freshwater trout Mm -hmm. um with smoked with juniper lemon and thyme and it is so fucking good i will be purchasing this tinned fish the brand is get me one i'm like Ren yeah, like, Ored. I don't I, know I how actually to s- do not know how those letters I don't know how it's the O with the slash through it I don't know anything about how to speak Danish so my apologies to any of our Danish fans who are listening um there's a lot of you there's there are so many of you and I'm sure that you will flood the DMs to correct my pronunciation this is fantastic it's it was so perfect like it was just exactly right um and hannah was like hey i need to eat that again and she was correct one of the best meals it's one of the best meals like a tin fish board so good so good um i've actually heard some people call it are you ready no sea cutery (laughs) (laughs) why not charcuter sea that's not as good sea cutery is dumb though it's dumb it's i won't be saying it. we'll be workshopping that that. sea cutery See, cutery. Um, when you order this, order me some. Actually, I'm looking on their website and everything looks like I'm like, let's get one. Yeah, of I think we should. I think we should probably do a test. And we we do we are due for a tin fish test because Hannah brought all that all the sardines from Portugal. I'm so ready. What? How many dollars is fifty um, kr? <laughs> 
Um, what is KR? What is KR and how many dollars is it? Um, Actually, it's 55 KR. Let's see. This one. KR to dollars. We're going to do this live, people. I'm so curious. I bet it's like $22. Swedish Krona. Oh, Swedish Krona. Um, Elisa, it's $5.24. <gasps> no. That's what it says. 55 Swedish. Is it Swedish? But maybe maybe Danish ones are different. Danish fans I don't think sound that they ship off. to the U.S. Oh, no. Danish Krona are more. Okay. So it's 810. Okay. That's, that's like still really cheap. Really cheap compared to anything in the U.S. Yeah, we're going to have to be okay, ordering. we're going to find these. Yeah, big time. Oh, yeah, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Um, my second, sorry, I'm talking for a long time. My, my second life. best thing um, is something that happened when I was in Maine with Hannah's family, which is um, we accidentally ended up every single person who was staying in the house, which was like 12 people sitting on the porch quietly reading their own book. Cute. I was like, this is the biggest group read I've ever done. Super cute. That's really cute. How many hours did you read for? It was just like a pre-dinner read. So it was like an hour. It was really cute. So I recommend that. It was my best. Oh, I love that. Yeah, super adorable. Um, What was your worst? Oh, what was my worst? Okay, I (laughs) was on Cape Cod Forever, as you just heard. And I decided that this year was going to be the year of the lobster roll for me. Love that. I grew up going to Maine in the summer and really have very very good memories of eating lobster rolls and i tasted four lobster rolls all around cape cod and boston i got the eventide lobster roll that everybody Mm -hmm. shits their pants for and my question is are lobster rolls bad that's actually what i'm now wondering as i've concluded this test because Um. it's inconclusive I had a lobster roll in Maine that made me question everything in a a bad way. Okay. In the way that I'm questioning everything. In the way that you're questioning everything. I was like, this texture is not giving. This was $30. Oh, some of them are $40. But then I had one that was transformative and I said, okay. What made it transformative? Honestly, less lobster. Okay. I don't need that much lobster. It's... The one that I had was, it was impossible. A very buttery griddled bun. The bun is never good The enough. bun. The bun can be so good, and that's why it's never good enough. But this bun was good. Mayonnaise. Cold? Cold. Okay. Um, and say two. And it wasn't that expensive. It was like $20 instead of 30 Okay. So I wasn't in a bad mood about it immediately. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, do I care about lobster rolls anymore? It's 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 a bigger question. Did you see that Allison Roman is asking this question as well? No. She said crab roll supremacy over lobster oh, roll. Oh, 1,000%. Crab rolls forever. Yeah, I think she's right about that. I, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm remembering now why I haven't gotten a lobster roll in 10 years. Because they're not that good. Yeah, you heard it here first, people. Crab rolls. Crab rolls. Shrimp rolls are also so You heard good. it maybe here second if you saw Allison Roman posting about <laughs> it. But hopefully you heard it here first. Yeah. The other thing, I just wanted to follow up on something from the news. The frozen fruit shaved ice. Oh, good. Have you tried it? No. I didn't like (gasps) it. I knew you weren't going to like it. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just knew. I saw someone eating it with yogurt, um, like for breakfast, and I said, (sighs) maybe. But like, why? You know, like why? It takes a lot of effort to shave it. It seems hard to like shave a frozen peach. It tasted like 
I did the frozen. I did the Carolina Galen frozen peach. So it was like the whipped cream, the frozen peach, the maple. Was it just like a taste of like water? No, it tasted like frozen fruit. That was a weird <laughs> texture, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I do. Like it didn't. I I don't know what I thought it would taste like, but it didn't really taste good to I'm me. Sorry, that's a shame. I think that conceptually it's really fun, but I won't be doing it again. Okay. I might try watermelon. I think you should. I will. We'll see what happens. And maybe it just like melted too fast. That's kind of what I was like. I feel like you need like a chilled plate or else it's going to melt instantly. Right? Yeah. Because I'm like, it takes a while on that little microplane. hundred percent. So maybe it just wasn't cold enough. But anyways. Thanks for reporting back. Okay. So my worst of the month was an experience that I had at the Boston Mall, um, which for those of you who are not from the DMV is in the state of Virginia. Um, It's not a very nice mall. No, I had never been there before and I don't think I'll be going back. Um, Absolutely not. But it was the only place that we could go see Barbie without being in the front row. Mm -hmm. It's impossible to see Barbie. Truly crazy. So we went there um and as we approached the movie theater section of the mall i thought to myself it's warm Hmm. suspicious at the front of the theater like the entrance before you go to concessions there's a teenager waiting to greet us don't tell me they're sweating the teenager is sweating and the teenager says welcome we're so excited to have you i do want to let you know the ac is broken um you can say the movie if you want but you might not want to. So why don't you go check out the theater and then come back and tell us if you would like a refund. Oh my God. We said, okay, we step into the theater. It is a hot yoga studio. Like it's 90 degrees. Was anybody in there? No one was in there. (laughs) Not a soul. And I was like, Hannah was like, I think this is fine. I was like, no, it's not fine. I can't draw a full breath in here. It's so hot. (laughs) So um, we waited in a long ass concessions line to get our money back. Mm -hmm. And I felt really sad for everyone there because everyone who worked there was really sweaty. And they said that the AC had been out for two weeks. No, I'm like, you should not be selling tickets. I'm also like the, the biggest LOL of the century. Like it's the blockbuster weekend of the past 10 years and this fucking movie theater has no air conditioning and it's also record heat that movie theater unfortunately will no longer be in business this time next year it's there's no way it's so everyone was everyone was pissed and i really wanted to see barbie so i'm pretty peeved um i couldn't convince the sweet man um eugene who gave us a refund to give me any free stuff and i also couldn't convince uh the regal cinema twitter customer service person sorry x customer service person to give me any free stuff so regal cinema if you're listening um I a- bet they amc are. for life um thanks for nothing i'll be seeing barbie at a different theater in 48 hours i can't wait for you to see it i need to see it i'm missing the moment i did see barbie and we'll talk more about that later Ugh, okay <sighs> alisa all i'll say Yes. What do you recommend to us this month? So something that I did this month while I was on Cape Cod, there's two um, chocolate shops. Cute, of course. And first and foremost, I'd like to recommend seeking out your local chocolate shop. What? Your chocolaterie. Your chocolaterie. Uh, (laughs) What could be more fun than going into a chocolate shop 
and picking out individual chocolates and trying them and eating them and sharing them with your friends like so it's fun. so fun what could be and better it's something we just don't do enough as a culture so true where's our local chocolate shop i don't think we have one and that's part of the problem that's a real issue i bet we do i bet there's something in like georgetown, georgetown. yeah well, we'll let's be- go to the chocolate shop we absolutely must so i went to the chocolate shop um i love a chocolate covered apricot love Ooh. so hard to find so fucking milk good. chocolate dark that's right baby so good. I'll give you when I have some. Whoa. Um, and what happened was we said, let's do a blind chocolate tasting test. So fun. Let's pit these chocolate covered apricots against each other. <gasps> and chocolate sparrow versus the Chatham Candy Company. Ch- the Candy Manor. Cute. Uh, there was a clear winner. And? and? Candy Manor. Wow. And I went back and I purchased a fuck ton of chocolate to bring home. You said... Congratulations, Candy Manor. I'll be shouting you out on my uh, famous podcast. Yep. yep. I bought, I got gifts for all of my colleagues. Cute. I really went in on the Candy Manor because they were the best. But really, my recommendation for you is go have a little fun. Have a little fun. Sample some chocolate. Sample some chocolate. Fun. Find your local Willy Wonka. Channel your inner Augustus Gloop. Oh, I was channeling Veruca Salt. Yeah, you knew it. Yeah, that's I. <laughs> that's us. That's me. Well, we both end up dead at the end. So mm, perfect, perfect. Yeah, but well, I love that. Have a little fun. Have a little fun. Um, my recommendation is two podcasts. Okay, you might remember. Uh, at the beginning of the year, we said podcasts were out, and this is the third time that I've recommended a podcast. Um, Which is or maybe kind of chic. It's kind of chic. We grow, we change. Absolutely. Also, famously, this is a podcast, so we're a little bit biased. Um, but I listened to two. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a frog in my throat. Um, I listened to one complete podcast that's called Scamanda. I listened to that too. Actually, we listened oh my to it God. on the drive home. What did you think? I thought it was maybe a little long. Yes. And I thought that the, I thought it, it really had me mm-hmm. interested and then it really lost me. Yeah. It lost me too. <laughs> and I couldn't tell if it was because I binged the first like four and well, then I, I had to wait to for the row. rest of them. Okay. So it just lost you. Um, I recommend this for people who like or used to like true crime who no longer can find it within themselves emotionally constitutionally morally to participate in the genre um i mean that in and of itself is interesting it's super interesting but i think that this scratched the itch for me mm-hmm. it's a it's about it it has mommy bloggers it has mega church mm-hmm. it has fake cancer it has an absolutely chilling voiceover actress oh my god the woman who voices amanda i literally is just got a unbelievable. Chill. yeah and th- at the end they're always like and that's the actor blah 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 and we're like clearly i know for it's not her she's not uh she's not gonna voice herself but, but anyway. sometimes they do play the clips of her real voice and that is chilling as well it's so it's crazy cult. It's giving cult. I, it's giving the cult of mega church, which I'm always yeah. here for. Um, so anyway, I think that it's worth a listen. It's like not a perfectly told story. Pretty good, though. But it's pretty good. If you want a perfectly told story. Ooh, I've never heard of this. Um, it's new. I've only listened to the first three episodes. I, um, episode five is coming out 
tomorrow or today. It's called The Retrievals. It's a New York Times slash serial podcast. So yep. that's the them's the big guns. Um and it is Oh, this is the fertility doctor. Fertility doctor scandal story. Um it is like an immaculately told story. Like the writing is perfect. The introduction to the first episode is so good. And it's like pretty long. Like they let it go. They give you like a big bite before the beginning. Like the I thought the episode was over and then the theme music started playing. I was like, <gasps> and it's just like you're like, oh, this is a story. Like this is a genre of writing. Like this is a type of storytelling that is can be craftful and can be like meticulous and beautiful and the way that it's structured is really wonderful and it's just like a fascinating and horrible story about like women and pain and like who gets to tell like who gets to tell stories and I think that there is a lot of like meta critique of the storytelling within this storytelling it's just like exceptional it's pretty intense so if you're a person who's like going through fertility stuff i probably wouldn't listen to it actually but you still can just be forewarned just be ready yeah i'm excited uh why can't i find it in the podcast app i don't know problem? i've been listening to it on spotify but you know new york times has that new pod they have an a pod app do. now but i have been listening to it on spotty okay I'm are sure you an Apple it. podcast person? Yeah. Is that crazy? Whoa. I don't know. Actually, I might be weird for listening on Spotify. No, I I don't know. Where do you guys listen? I mean, we can look it up about you. I guess that's true. <laughs> we we do have the power to to know that. We about have the you. data. Data, data, data. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually like, I can't believe I haven't listened to episode four yet. What have I been doing? I also was listening to this podcast, um, Sweet Bobby. Have you no. listened to that? I I haven't been listening to podcasts. I listen to Chaotic. I listen to Lost Culture, and I listen to like a, a weird, silly podcast. Yeah, I've uh, the only podcasts I listen to are Chaotic and The Daily, and now these. I just finished Sweet Bobby. Sweet it's Bobby. also kind of a true crimey. I mean, it is a crime. It's like a um, internet catfishing situation. Mm, okay, but it's so weird, and it's so like irresolute. Like it doesn't. I'm just mad about it. Okay. So I won't spoil it, but I'll say that. You're mad about the content or the presentation? Well, I'm mad about the story because mm-hmm. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the storytelling was okay. Okay. But it's an interesting story. It's really interesting that podcasts are here to stay <laughs> forever. Thank you know? God for us because we're making our living off of this podcast. We were truly ahead of the craze. We really were. We really were. Good for us. Good for us. Um, all right. Moving into a extremely unique section, culture slash three things that you need to know, which I see um, might be three and a half today. Yeah. I added an extra, a bonus. Oh, um, there's a couple of things here that I personally know nothing about, like for the most <laughs> part. So just take it with a grain of salt. Um, the first thing that I did want to discuss with you, Marie, is mm-hmm. the strike, the writer's strike. That is really seemingly permeating all of media and culture. Indeed. At this point in time, because the stupid people that control 
it all are being selfish. I they think are. to put it simply. It's just capitalism capitalisming. Oh, it's just those can I say men? You can. Being selfish. You can say it. They're <laughs> selfish. Um, I have to tell you the truth. Mm. I do know what's going on with the strike a little bit. Like I know enough that I know that it's writers and actors striking together, but I did, as you were talking, type into Google, what is strike? Just in case, just Just to make sure that some of the cliff notes came up. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the what do we need to know that we're never going to have like new TV? Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like the need to know right now is that like (laughs) we're starting to get to the point that we're running out of con. There's no more good content in the bank. Like, I feel like we're getting to the end it's of the TV things. It's your TV apocalypse. It's TV apocalypse. You've been waiting. I know. I'm like, it's sucks to suck. <laughs> sucks to suck. Everyone who watched all the good shows already. I've been saving some. Although, I don't really want to watch those anymore. No, there are some I want to watch. Veep. Oh, God. I mean, th- I definitely have shows that I want to watch. You know a show that I want to watch? Mm. The Morning Show. Oh, my gosh. I only watched the first season Same. and then I completely forgot about it. Same. I think season two gets, like, stupid Well, and I think weird. something gay happens. That's why Ooh. I want to start watching it again. I actually did start With watching a couple, of se- a couple of episodes, but then I forgot again. There's, I, there's simply too much TV, although I, that, will no, that won't be a problem for much longer. So, yeah, basically we will... But then... I was thinking about this because I was listening to Lost Cults today, which is hosted by two actors and writers and Mm -hmm. comedians. And they basically were like the new rules of SAG, like for the strike, is basically that you can't do any promotion of anything. And so they're like, we can no longer like talk about anything that's happening basically in the culture. Whoa, that's weird for them. Because they're members of SAG. Yeah, yeah. We are not, um, which is maybe a surprise. But uh, <laughs> you're going to be shocked to learn we are not part of the Screen Actors Guild <laughs> or the Writers Guild. Whatever yeah. it's yeah, Writers Guild. Of yeah, so basically, like nobody in Hollywood is working, and there's nothing being written, produced, or created at this time, except for this podcast. Yes. So, so your only option we're is we're actually about to us. become extremely extremely catapulted to superstardom but then we're gonna have to join the the writers guild and then we'll shut it down it's over um and i heard on this podcast today they were like they believe that it will not be over until at the earliest january of next year dang which is you know seven months from now seven months from now six really crazy so i don't know what do you think about it all i think well i have a couple of friends who are actors and I think for non-famous people, it's really stressful because yeah. of how they don't have any money now. So they can't work at all in acting type work. No. I mean, there are some like exceptions, I think. Like there are some, um, oh, I don't know any of the language for this. There are no, some I, like. I haven't read the contract. I'll be honest. There are some like movie studios that mm. are independent and so they, they have already like said we will like meet all of your demands yes exactly so people can work for those guys so i think i guess maybe the hope is that like some of those more people will like defect and just like say we'll do it we'll we'll meet your demands and then like people can work there i don't know it seems really stressful it seems absolutely horrible but also um this is all because of streaming yeah because the streamers oh god i just hate it all the streamers came in and it's 
bad news for all of the actors and yeah. writers and the people that actually make the stuff just like Spotify and streaming for music is bad for musicians. Yeah. Did you read that article about um, how none of the people from Orange is the New Black yes. made money? And that's actually really devastating because that was kind of the first. That was the show. show. It was House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. Like that was literally the culture. That was the culture. And yeah, no, that's so fucked up. Yeah. Beyond. Beyond, beyond, beyond. So that's an important point. Thank you for bringing so that up. that's happening. That's, that's really the culture right now. The strike. The second most important thing that's happening in the culture is that some people are putting Rice Krispie treats over a fire like s'mores. They're saying, fuck your marshmallow. Yeah. We're, we're dipping a whole Rice Krispie in here. And what I have to say to that is... Oh my Nobel God. Peace Prize. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, I'm <laughs> like, like, whoa. No notes. You are right. We Why should have be doing I never that. Once thought to even just like give a little bit of a torch to a Rice Krispie treat. Like, am I okay? Like, just with a little, with your little flamey. Yeah. What are those things called? The a flame? Blowtorch. Blowtorch. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. My little flamey. Yeah. That sounds perfect. Why isn't, a, like, re- why isn't a restaurant doing is that? better torched. And Rice Krispies are made of marshmallows. Ergo. This is a math problem. Bring fire to Rice Krispie. It's all over the internet. I'm going to make Rice Krispies tomorrow because I'm going to a place that I believe will have fire pits. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to test the theory. Amazing. I mean, it's going to be fucking It's going to be flames. Yeah. Whoa. What if you made a s'mores, but it was Rice Krispie treat, mm-hmm. chocolate in the middle of Rice Krispie treat sandwich. I know. I was wondering... Got to be thin. What you could do about the gram? Because I feel like you need a gram for you need that something flavor. for the like in stu- structural integrity. Well, here we go. You use you do a golden gram treat. Oh my god! Yes, that's genius. I'm gonna do that. Done. We've solved it. World peace. <laughs> You're welcome. The strike can end. Everyone, <laughs> listen up. The strike's over. Speaking of world peace, it's the World Cup. Soccer, girls. <laughs> what else is there? The U.S. women's national team is comprised of some heavy hitters. I feel like six or seven of the players are Washington Spirit girlies. A lot of them are Washington Spirit girlies, and one of those girlies is a teenager. Oh, yeah, she's so young. Um, she's the youngest girl ever. Yeah, she's the youngest girl ever to play in the World Cup. Um, and in the, like professional yeah it's crazy it's nutty that megan rapino is playing on the team with her and she's like 20 years older than she is or 30 about that is (laughs) no not 30 no not 30 (laughs) she would be eight (laughs) that's crazy that must be so crazy megan rapino laugh a little bit a lot yeah Yeah. how old is right megan rapino 38 i think yeah let me check yeah i I think she's 38 um make her it must make her laugh a lot i i don't care about sports famously i don't care well i should rephrase i don't care about men's sports ever um i now newly care about women's basketball and i sometimes care about women's soccer mostly i care when um because i like to look up who's gay and i like all their outfits um with a notable exception of the shoes that we've been seeing recently, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, I will refer you to our newsletter. Yeah, you'll get a visual 
and many words on the subject many like <laughs> like too many words but I was, I was laughing out loud I was feeling it. incensed it's so crazy but I really am enjoying watching the World Cup and I have to tell you yesterday when they were playing against the Netherlands I was feeling a little patriotic yeah happens once in a while it's a complicated thing I think I think they feel complicated about it as well for sure but I love sports I love watching sports actually and I love to watch women play soccer on the world stage it's so fun and they're so good at it they're so great at it and the U.S. women's national team has swag they are Overall. super cool they're just very very cool they're very cool um Sophia Smith love her um, I can't wait to see her be the MVP of this tournament. Yeah, she's doing a great job, huh? She's going to keep doing a great job. I love her so much. Um, okay, the final thing that you need to know this month is mm. that the 31st day of the month of July is Elisa's birthday. The day that this episode drops. Yes. Oh, my God. It's today. Oh. <laughs> oh. How do you feel about being born? Oh, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> People always are like, oh, like, how do you feel about turning this age? And I'm like, literally, like, the only other option is to be dead. Right. It's like people, you may as well say, like, how do you feel about, like, still being alive? Like, would you rather not? I think it's such a weird question. question. I'm always like, um, yeah, it's fine. Like, I'm happy to exist, I guess. Today, I told one of my, um team members that my birth like I'm taking Monday off because I as a rule do not work on my birthday which is a good rule and if you are not using that rule you should start it's so important but he's he's like in his 50s a man and Mm. he I was like it's my birthday on Monday and he goes congratulations (laughs) (laughs) I like that I was like thanks um but yeah congratulations on remaining on this earthly plane oh sorry number five cultural item yes there are aliens Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but you know what? Like, we, like, knew that. We all knew. But it but is it's a little weird. pretty crazy that that just kind of slipped in yesterday. It's weird that the headlines were so... The the language that they chose to use was very question like mark. Like, non-human Yeah, they were like, pilots. non-human debris. <laughs> and yeah, it's, like, it's super um, weird. I also... I was just like, why am I seeing more headlines about mitch mcconnell's mini stroke or whatever the fuck happened to him he's so old that was weird it was i was like (laughs) so disturbed watching it it makes me feel like obviously like he's a lizard person i think that he is an evil man it disturbs me to watch people who are too old and unwell to be working work especially they obviously in his um role where he has lots of power he shouldn't be. And for, you know, to be fa- for all things to be fair, neither should Diane Feinstein retire. One in glory and one in absolute infamy. Obviously, Mitch McConnell in infamy and Diane Feinstein in glory. Wonderful career. So happy for her. <laughs> Too old. Retire. Um, but I saw so many headlines about Mitch McConnell and like two headlines about aliens being confirmed to exist. So that makes me feel like our priorities are a little out of whack. You know, though, something I think about a lot is how, like, like, you know, Obama just, like, knows so many things. Yep. That, like, we that just He's just, like, know. lying in bed, thinking, like, listening to Boy Genius, just like you and me. And then all of a sudden, he, like, he's like, 
I remember that. Or he's like, oh, the leader of the aliens is calling me. I better pick this up. Right. Like he has just like, (laughs) he's living in a different world than we are. A hundred percent. I don't want to live in that world that he lives in. It seems really scary to know that stuff. I don't want to know at all. I just Googled aliens, just aliens. And (laughs) it's interesting. We'll be, we'll be doing some more digging shortly. Um, Elisa. Yes. What does August of 2023 hold for you? You know, I really hope that it's holding a lot of trips to the farmer's market. There's simply nothing better than summer eating and summer produce. Yeah. I'm ready to get back into cooking, baking. I haven't like made a thing in my kitchen until this week for many months. Yeah. I just didn't feel like it. And so I hope that I feel like it. I hope you feel like it too. It's fun. It is fun. It's nice when it's easy. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's nice. Basking in the sun. Bask baby. But not for too long because you'll get heat stroke. And you know what? I'm also going back to some live music, which I really can't wait for. We're yes. going to see Beyonce. Beyonce. We're going to see Sam Smith. I'm super excited about that. I might see the chicks. I'm going to see the chicks. Wednesday. Yeah. I want to go. You should get a ticket. You have a ticket. Mm-hmm. Are you in the lawn? Yes. She said, I don't want to go to the lawn. I mean, maybe. I want to see them, even though I saw them so many times last year. I just love them. I just I want to support them. I know. They're doing a good job. So anyways, music, food. The best stuff there is. I think so. What about you? I'm traveling some more. She's back on the road. I'm back on the road. I'm going to see Beyonce a second time in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm doing some girls weekends is what's happening. Girls weekends are nice. Girls weekend with my grad school friends in Atlanta. Girls weekend with my Pennsylvania friends in Buck Hill. And girls week. Girls week. In New Mexico with Hannah and my friends Nini, who I mentioned, and her wife Nick. And so, girls weekend with your friends Alisa and Alex and Julia. That's right. <laughs> that is another girls weekend. I mean, you really, for me, home. all my weekends are girls weekends because I don't really hang out with any men. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I've got four wall to wall girls weekends. One Honestly, of them is here in my home that city. Right. Actually, two of them are here in my home city, and then four of them are not here, which is exhausting. But. I'm excited and I think that and that's also kind of like kicks off my uh, wedding season. Mm -hmm. I have uh, there's a wedding at the end of August. There's a wedding Labor Day weekend and then we have a wedding. um, I just had a mini stroke. Yeah. (laughs) Just got McConnell. A wedding of our friend Alex. I know. Indigenous People's Day weekend. This fall is wedding season. It's Nothing wedding season. in the summer. No, because of climate change. It's too hot. That's not why, but I'm grateful that I don't have any weddings this summer outside. It would be so horrible. Can you imagine? No, I can't imagine. Boy, they. All right. Well, it's been a fabulous July. It's been a fabulous July. I think this is a world record for fastest podcast ever done in person. I think so, too amazing we're sleeping and we're full of cheese we're wait <laughs> what time did we start this i don't know okay i told i thought for a second we started this at 9 20 but that's actually no no impossible. no no, no. Yeah. it's not possible i think we started at nine okay great what we, do you guys think was it long we were <laughs> was it short <laughs> We're having a silly little time. Oh, we haven't seen each other in a I know, week. it's so fun. Okay, well, we're going to finish this, and then I'm going to read some more about aliens, I think. You're going to what? 
I'm going to read some more oh, about yeah, aliens. Yeah, yeah. I have some catching up to do. Absolutely. Okay. Fabulous. Okay. Love you. Love you. Thanks for spending your spare time with us. Oh, yeah. I didn't say my thing. It's okay. Bye. I feel like that was really natural. Yeah. Love. Bye. <laughs>